Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. You probably think you know fairy tales. Cinderella, Little Red Riding Hood. You probably think that they're cute and boring. But the real stories aren't cute and boring at all. The grim fairy tales were weird and sometimes gross and often scary. And in the podcast Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, you can listen along with a group of other kids as I tell them those tales. The episodes are sometimes grim, sometimes grimmer, and sometimes grimmest. But no matter how creepy it gets, we'll always have a great time guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and discussing what these tales mean to us. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes. story train. I'm the one that wears a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train. Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. One whistle. We're on our way. I wonder where Story Train will lead us this time. We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone. It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short Rainbow Tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. It's a castle, decked out in celebratory bunting with a grand feast prepared. Ah yes, it looks like a baby has just been born to the king and queen, a little daughter. How exciting! Let's step inside to see what happens on this momentous occasion. Today's story is called Sleeping Beauty. There were once a king and queen who had no children, though they had been married for many years. At last, however, a little daughter was born to them, and this caused great rejoicing throughout all the kingdom. When the time came for the little princess to be formally presented to the kingdom, a grand feast was prepared, and six powerful fairies were asked by the king and queen to be her godmothers. Unfortunately, the king and queen forgot to invite the seventh fairy of the kingdom, who was the most powerful of them all, and also very wicked and malicious. 
On the day of the celebration, the six good fairies came early in chariots drawn by butterflies or by doves or wrens and other birds. They were made very welcome by the king and queen, and after some talk they were led to the hall where the feast had been set out. Everything was magnificent. There were delicious fruits, from melons to grapes, and cheese and pastries and desserts beyond your wildest imagination. The dishes used for serving were all made of gold, and for each fairy godmother there was a special goblet cut from a single precious stone. One was a diamond, one a sapphire, one a ruby, one an emerald, one an amethyst, and one a topaz. The fairies were delighted with the splendor of everything. Even in their own fairy palaces, they did not have goblets as fine as the ones the king and queen had prepared for them. Everyone was about to take their places at the table to start dining, when a great noise was heard outside on the terrace. The queen looked from the window and almost fainted at the sight she saw. The bad fairy had arrived. She had come uninvited, and the queen guessed that it was for no good reason that she came. The seventh fairy's chariot was made of black iron and was drawn by four dragons with flaming eyes and brass scales. The furious fairy sprang from her chariot in haste and came tapping into the hall with her staff in her hand. How is this? How is this? she cried to the king and queen. Here all my sisters have been invited to come and bring their gifts to the princess, and I alone have been forgotten. The king and queen did not know how to answer. They were very frightened. However, they tried to hide their fear and made the seventh fairy as welcome as the others. A place was set for her at the king's right hand, and he and the queen tried to pretend that they had expected her to come all along. But for her, there was no precious goblet. And when she saw the ones that had been given to the six other fairies, her face grew green with envy and her eyes flashed fire. She ate and drank, but she never said a word. After the feast, the little princess was brought into the room, and she smiled so sweetly and looked so innocent that only a wicked heart could have planned evil against her. The first fairy took the child in her arms and said, My gift to the princess shall be that of contentment, for contentment is better than gold. Yet gold is good, said the second fairy, and I will give her the gift of wealth. Health shall be hers, said the third fairy, for wealth is of little use without it. And I, said the fourth, will gift her with beauty to win all hearts. And wit to charm all ears, said the fifth, that is my gift to her. The sixth fairy hesitated, and in that moment the wicked seventh fairy stepped forward. While the other fairies had spoken, she had been swelling with spite like a giant toad. And I say, cried she, that in her seventeenth year she shall prick her finger with a spindle and fall dead. <gasps> when the queen heard this, she shrieked aloud, and the king grew as pale as death. But the sixth fairy stepped forward with a quiet determination. Do not fear, she said. I have not spoken yet. 
I cannot undo what our wicked sister has done. But I say that the princess will not really die. Instead, she will fall into a deep sleep that will last a hundred years, and everyone in the castle will sleep with her. At the end of that time, she will be awakened by a kiss from her one true love. When the wicked fairy heard this, she was filled with rage, but she had already spoken. She could do no more damage. She rushed out of the castle and jumped into her chariot, and the dragons carried her away, and where she went to, no one knew or cared. The other fairies also went away, and they were sad because of what was to happen to the beautiful little princess. Meanwhile, the king and queen sprung into action, doing everything they could to protect their daughter. At once there was a royal order issued that every spinning wheel and spindle in the land should be destroyed. When this was done, the king and queen felt quite relieved and happy again. After all, if there were no spindles, then the princess could not prick her finger with one. And if she did not prick her finger, she would not fall into the enchanted sleep. So the king and queen were at peace, and all went well in the castle for seventeen years. All that the fairies had promised to the princess came true. She was so beautiful that she was the wonder of all who saw her and so witty and gentle-hearted that everyone loved her. Beside this, she had health, wealth, and contentment, and was smiling and joyous from morning till night each and every day. One day, the king and queen went away on a journey. The princess loved her parents very much, and so she decided she would climb the highest tower in the castle and watch for their return from there. She mounted the steps, up and up and up, until she was high above the roofs of the castle. At last the princess reached the very top of the tower, and there was an iron door with a rusty key in it. Hmm. The princess turned the key, and the door swung open. Beyond, she saw a room, and an old, old, wrinkled woman sat there at a wheel, spinning. Well, the princess had never seen a spinning wheel before. It seemed a curious thing to her. She went in and stood close to the old woman so as to see it better. Hello, what is that you are doing, she asked. I am spinning, answered the old woman. And what is that little thing that flies around so fast? That is a spindle. It is a curious little thing, said the princess, and she reached out her hand to touch it. Then the point of the spindle pricked her finger, and all at once the princess sighed. Oh, and her eyes closed, and she sank back into a deep sleep. Immediately a silence fell also upon all the castle. The king and queen had just returned from their journey, so no sooner did they come off their horses and enter the castle but they fell straight to sleep. The courtiers who followed them also fell asleep. The dogs and horses in the courtyard slept, and the pigeons on the eaves. The boy who turned the spit in the kitchen slept, and the cook did not scold him, for she too was asleep. The food did not burn, for the fire was sleeping. Even the flies in the castle and the bees among the flowers hung motionless. Everyone slept. Then, 
all about the castle sprang up an enchanted forest that shut it in like a wall. The forest grew so dark and high that at last not even the topmost tower of the castle could be seen. But though the princess slept, she was not forgotten. Many brave princes and heroes came and tried to cut their way through the forest to rescue her. But the bows and branches were as hard as iron, and as fast as they were cut away, they grew again. Also, they were twisted so closely together that no one could creep in between them. Ah, then as the years passed by, the brave heroes who had sought the princess grew old and had children of their own. These too grew to be men and married, and at last the princess was forgotten by all, or was remembered only as an old tale. At last a hundred years had slipped by, and then a young and handsome prince came by the way. He'd been out enjoying the day when he became separated from his group. Now he was lost, hot, and weary. The prince saw a hut in the forest, and so he stopped and asked for a drink of water. The man who lived in the hut was very old. He brought the water the prince asked for, and after the prince had a drink, he sat a while and looked about him. What is that darkness, like a cloud that I see over there in the forest? he asked. Hmm, cannot tell you for sure, said the old man, for it is a long distance away, and I've never gone to see. But my grandfather told me once that it was an enchanted forest. He said there was a castle hidden deep in the midst of it, and that in that castle lay a princess asleep. That princess, so we said, was the most beautiful princess in all the world. But a spell had been placed on her, and she was doomed to sleep for a hundred years. At the end of that time, a prince was going to come and wake her with a kiss. Huh, and how long has she slept now? asked the prince, as his heart beat in his breast like a bird. Mm, that I can't say, answered the old man, but a long, long time. My grandfather was an old man when he told me, and he could not remember her. The prince thanked the old man for what he had told him. And then he rode away toward the enchanted forest. The prince could not go fast enough. He was in such haste. The prince found that when he was at a distance from the enchanted forest, it looked like a dark cloud. But as he came nearer, it began to grow rosy. All the bows and briars had begun to bud. By the time he was close to them, they were in full flower. And when he reached the edge of the forest, the branches divided leaving an open and easy path before him. Along this path, the prince rode, and before long he came to the palace. He entered the courtyard and looked about him wondering. The dogs lay sleeping in the sunshine and never wakened at his coming. The horses stood like statues. The guards slept, leaning on their arms. The prince dismounted and went on into the palace. On he went through one room after another, and no one woke up to stop him. At last he came to the stairway that led to the tower, and he went on up it. Up and up and up, as the princess had done before him a hundred years earlier. With every step the prince could feel fate at his back, urging him on. He reached the tower room, and there he stopped and stood amazed. There was a sleeping woman more beautiful than he had ever dreamed of. He could scarcely believe there was such beauty in the world. He looked and looked, and then he stooped and kissed her, hoping to free her from the spell. 
at once. On the moment, all through the castle sounded the hum of waking life. The king and queen down in the throne room stirred and rubbed their eyes. The guards woke up. The horses stamped. The dogs sprang up barking. The food in the kitchen began to burn as the fire surged back to life, and the cook shook her finger at the boy. The courtiers smiled and bowed and simpered. Up in the tower, the princess opened her eyes, and as soon as she saw the prince, she knew they were destined to be together. He took her hand and raised her up. Will you be my dearest friend and share your life with me, he asked. And the princess answered, yes. And so they were married with great rejoicing, and the six kind fairies came to the wedding and brought with them gifts more beautiful than were ever seen before. As for the seventh fairy, if she did not burst with spite, she may be living still. But the prince and princess lived happily forever after. It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. And if you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen, and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.